Welcome to another episode of Between Two Servers. Between Two Servers is a podcast that doesn't actually take place between two servers, but talks about everything that exists between two servers. I'm Curran, Converge's social media content producer and videographer, and I'm this episode's guest. My role involves me maintaining a social media presence, as well as creating content and developing an ongoing strategy to keep our brands active across multiple platforms. Director of Converge, Sonia Kuto, and I will discuss being creative at the office, how being physically apart from team members has affected the way we've worked, as well as some of the challenges in creating B2B content, especially coming from a B2C background. This recording was taken from an Instagram live broadcast on May 15, 2020. How are y'all doing today? Um, my name is Sonia, and we are going to be um, talking with uh, Karen, um, who is uh, part of our, our team. And uh, we're going to be we're going to have a very candid discussion around some of the things that he's doing um, to keep himself motivated uh, while working from home. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about sort of his role at, at the company and how he's ha- helping us uh, market ourselves, our products, etc. Before we start this conversation, yeah. I am really bad at pronouncing people's names, including <laughs> Corinne. So first, I'm going to ask him to um, properly properly say his name because I have probably butchered it and I'm sorry. And sort of give you a little introduction about who he is and uh, sort of what he's all about. And then we'll get to the questions. You were doing all right. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. A lot of people call me Karen. And for the longest time, you were calling <laughs> me Karen. Too. You were calling me Karen for the longest time. But no, it's um, it's fine. Like, Karen is fine. It, the way I usually say, uh, explain to people is, think of an electrical current without the T. This is the easiest way to, to explain it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, you've, you're fine. So yeah, I'm, I'm Karen. I'm the social media content producer and videographer for Converge. Um, and I work on all the brands uh, and, and products that um, that Sonia mentioned before. My job is to maintain um, a social media presence across all all products and brands uh, and make sure that we're putting out as as good as content as can possibly be uh, and including the videos and podcasts and and stuff like this, this Instagram live as well. So um, when Sonia said, um, you know, let's let's do an Instagram live with with me, I was like, okay, it's flipping the tables a little bit. I think that's a good idea anyway. So um, yeah, no, I think um, that's that's the kind of stuff I do. And I I think this is a good opportunity for us, like Sonia said, to really showcase everything that we know, really. Um, And I think it's going to be a good opportunity for, for this conversation for us for this to get this kind of conversation going and um talk about the good stuff yeah. that I, I do okay so um i guess the first question that i i, I kind of want to get to so that sure. we can go into more you know creative stuff afterwards yes. um is you know working from home COVID 19 mm. oh you know um how you know i we always work from the office we do mm. have a work from home policy which mm. uh, you know we use here and there but mm. most of the time everyone's in the office mm. um you have people who you sit beside and you can talk to and, mm. and you know so my question to you is uh, working now from home how has that affected uh, your creative process and um, what are some of the things that you have been doing to sort of maintain your maintain your creativity? Hmm. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Um, it's a good question. I mean, <clears throat> every day is different, and there are. I think, and I've had a conversation with you about this as well, and, and a couple of other people that we work with that 
every day is different and some days are easier than others. Um, I think being in the office allows us to maintain a, a semblance of, um, what's the word, uh, I guess, kind of consistency, right? And having this sudden break in the way that everybody works has changed everything. Um, I know, you know, and you know, we spoke about this today, people have this dream of working from home 24 seven, right? And <laughs> when they when they think about it, working from home is like, oh, yes, I'd have to go in, I'd have to commute, I'd have to do this. but then when it gets to situations like this, everything's completely different. Like it's, we are, we have been forced into this position where we have to work from home. And people who, who hadn't traditionally done that before, I don't know what to do because this is such a completely different thing. I, I guess I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that my job more or less, depending on the day, requires me to work independently. However, working now in this environment is, is it can, it can be, it can be challenging because, you know, there's times where you want to talk to someone, you just want to walk over to someone's desk or I want to come and see you and just ask you a question. But now I don't know what you're doing. I can't see through that chat, <laughs> chat screen. Do you know what I mean? You could be in a sales call. You could be having a meeting, yeah. having a client meeting. And here I am typing away, sending you Skype messages, and I don't know what you're up to. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely changed every, everything, I think. Uh, it's, it's a shame. And me and Sunshine spoke about this a couple of weeks ago on Instagram Live. We are getting to the point where we're just about getting used to working from home. And now we're getting to the point where we're slowly transitioning from this back into working from the office into the office. And so I, honestly, I don't know how it's going to go. Um, it's um, be, being creative at home can only go so far, but we've had to, we've had to change the way we completely work. And um, you know, the last, last few days have been really incredibly creative for me. I think um, you might know about the, you know, I've been making strategies and, and trying to figure out different ways we can do things. Um, and there, there comes a point where it's just like, okay, well, look, we're going to be in this for a while. What can we do to remain creative from home? And I think that's the, the biggest challenge that I've found. And I think I'm just about getting, getting to grips with that. Um, and so, yeah, no, I mean, um, I'm pretty confident that we can we can try and get some good stuff out content wise um and i think yeah this is going to be a huge huge challenge for not just not just me but every single person working in this environment yeah. um but yeah so i have a follow-up question to that sure. so yeah. you know um working from home you sort of had to uh, adapt and uh, change your creativity yeah. uh, a little bit to mm. uh adapt and mm. you know things like instagram live is something we didn't do before yeah. so now that we're going to be going back to work at some yep. point, um, how is that going to affect your creative process? Because now, you know, are you going to go back to the way the way mm -hmm. you were doing things, or are you going to have a combination of both? Has this completely changed, uh, you know, your thought process around sort of how to do? Tell me about that. Like, what are your plans? Like, how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with this? Good question again. Uh, I think. Um, <laughs> I have we, very good questions. <laughs> I came prepared. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad though. I'm glad. Um, we, we've spoken about this before, and I think these Instagram lives are just the tip of, of what we can potentially do. I think there's so much potential um, in what we're capable of from a content perspective. And I think doing things like this only opens up the door to, to what we can really do. And so I said this to you before. Um, these Instagram lives, I, I don't think we should stop these because we can, there's so much potential we have in these now. Um, we weren't doing it before, but you know, now that we've started it, 
there's no point in stopping. There's no reason we should stop. Um, because every week we can we can talk about something different. We can check in with each other. Even if we're in the office, there's going to be so much we can talk about. We can grab someone from the desk and say, hey, let's just talk about this. Um, yeah. I, I, and, you know, I think, um, like I said to you, the previous question, this situation is, has forced everybody to think differently and being now going back into the office, we're going to, it's just going to continue doing, we're just going to continue doing that because we have no other choice. We've hit now, um, to our detriment or not, we've hit a benchmark of what we can achieve um, and we can only go up now. I think that's, that's the best way to, to explain where we are now. And um, yeah, no, I think that there, it's going to be, I'm excited to, to see what we, what else we can do. Um, you know, we talk a lot about what kind of stuff can we do with video and, and, and what, can we do differently that that everybody else isn't doing and i think this is going to be an awesome opportunity for us to really try something different and being here at home oddly enough gives us i guess me specifically uh, the opportunity to be away from people and think about what it is we can actually do and things like creating strategies and, and all this kind of stuff is is going to be a really good um, opportunity for us to, to try and figure out something different yeah, for sure. Um, so I sort of want to get to, you know, your creative process sure. a little bit. Um, just to, for, for everyone's sake, sort of. So, um, you know, Converge, like I mentioned before, we're a software development company. And um, we also have a group of companies which are uh, SaaS-based products, so software as a service. And uh, Karen is uh, in charge of creating content for what we consider all three companies, we consider them to be three. Yeah. So the um, audience is very different for every single one. So on the Converge side, we um, do a lot of applications for uh, manufacturing, uh, healthcare, um, uh, real estate, um, a, a lot of those sort of enterprise applications. Mm -hmm. On the Field Eagle product side, uh, we deal mostly with industries like um, oil and gas, construction, mining. And for the Manusano product, um, it's very food service oriented. Yeah. So restaurants, uh, food manufacturers, hospitals, schools. Mm -hmm. And so he's, he's creating content for all three businesses very different. When he came to Converge, his background was actually uh, creating content for uh, B2C, so business to consumer um, content. But at Converge, we're B2B, so business to business. And he sort of had to do a little bit of learning. And I remember when, when we were having his interview, that was one of the things we, we chatted about, like, how are you going to go from B2B to C to B2B? I was like, it's not the audience is not as mm. as, as wide and um so you know tell us uh, i want i want you to talk about uh, you know what you had to go through and and do and think about to come you know to, to change your your content creation from b to c yeah. to b to b because i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that probably <laughs> focus only on one and they mm. may even be thinking about how to transition so mm. Just talk about that a little bit and tell us like yeah. what you've had to sort of deal with. Yeah, I mean, so I um, my background is is like you said, very largely B two C. So my last my last position was in kind of the luxury goods sector. Now that is, as you may know, it's it's very heavily Great focused sector. on. Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> Great sector, love that. Yeah, well, yeah. And it's very heavily <laughs> focused on, on the consumer, you know, the, it's emphasis on the C there. Um, and yeah, I remember kind of, uh, even going into that job, it was completely new to me because uh, it was creating content for an audience who fully appreciated everything that they, they purchased. And um, I was very blessed to have a, a you know very very solid team um, back in that last job, um, and you know we when we kind of helped every, each each other out if we didn't know how to do something, and it was a very open environment, very much like where I am now. So I, I think the difference between that and what I'm doing now is is huge. Um, when I first started creating B2B content, and I had a, a small, a tiny bit of experience in B2B content. But it was only ever in copywriting. And that, you know, as you may know, is completely different to what we're doing now. Um, and so the thing is with, with what I find with B2B audiences is every single company, every single audience for, for different companies is completely different. So like I said, with Converge, the audience is so different to, say, Menusano. Uh, and it's what my, my biggest challenge was trying to figure out the kind of content that we can put out that was unique to that brand, but also changed every time we put something out and it, the challenge was not putting out the same thing over and over again uh, and so I think very much like working from home I'm I'm forced to constantly think of different ways of of creating content and um, if I didn't have that challenge this this role would be incredibly boring because um, <laughs> uh, honestly I think um, yeah no, being forced to to think and and be on my toes is is such a huge challenge um and i think i don't even know how how i get around it honestly i think it's just a case of seeing what um what comp competitors are doing seeing what we've put out in the past seeing the kind of product that we're putting out and 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 trying to tailor our content not just based on our product but the type of people who are purchasing our product and who are who we we um i guess we're focusing on um, you know, and it's only recently I've, I've started to understand more. Every day we learn. We learn more on the job, right? And that's that's the whole point of, of what we're doing here is uh, I think I'm finding now being at home, I have the opportunity to scroll through our feed, whoever we're following, whoever's following us and seeing what they're doing and seeing the kind of content they're putting out and um, and, and trying to engage with them and trying to figure out what, what, what things we can do differently. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I think... Uh, it was a it was a massive transition process, and um, uh, I think well, uh, every day I'm still learning. I don't think there is one uh, one straight answer for that. I'm afraid. I think. Um, well, okay. So so um, you know, we'll get into the product in, sure. in just a bit. Let's talk about Converge, um, okay. software development company. Mm. Um, not an easy thing to mm. promote, market. Mm. Um, you know, who wants who wants mm. or needs software mm. development mm. how do you know and how do you go get those clients that's mm. a challenge we, we've always had right yep. so what are how, you know someone just asked the question how mm. do you market mm. um converge mm. in, in in so like what what types of uh, things do you create to sort of get people engaged and yep. understand what to do if they ever need us like walk us through that and then we'll talk about the products after sure so I think the fundamental difference between us and like the thousand other software development companies that exist is us, like the people. I think we as people are Converge, right? Uh, and I know that sounds really cheesy and I know a lot of companies say that, but I think the beauty of uh, of Converge is, and you know, we, we shout about this a lot, but we can shout about it even more. We always talk about how 
we have 26 years worth of experience that's just that's just converge itself but if you if you sit down and think about how much experience we have individually and put that all together not just in software development but in marketing in design in you know software development in everything else that everybody else has ever done i think we're going to have a very unique company in that sense and i think you know uh, me and the marketing team always have this conversation what can we do differently I think it's just that, and we've started to focus on this a lot more, is, is let's talk about the people. Let's talk about the people. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about how we make the company different and how we can help them. Um, because, you know, fundamentally, yeah, software development is, is a very, um, you know, A to B process, but you also need to have that relationship with us. We need to have the relationship with the clients. And I think if the clients or prospective clients and the audience know who we are, then that's um, that. That in itself is 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 kind of a, a big, huge um, stepping stone for us to try and, um, I guess, uh, explain who we are. Yeah, that's such a good point because, um, and I'm so glad you said it because I've I've been trying to say that for a while. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm heavily involved in, in, in sales at Converge. Yeah. And um, on, a, on a personal note, you know, I know that um, the clients that I work with, mm. they didn't just partner with Converge because they thought we could build software. Yeah. Um, most of the clients that I deal with, I've been dealing with them for a long period of time. Uh, they know me as a person. Um, they also get to know our company and the people in the company. So it's really like it was a relationship that yeah. was established and and um, they trust us and because they know us as people. So right. I love the point that you made and you know, in a way you, how do you market a software development mm -hmm. company? Well, you market the people because right. that's yeah. who you're gonna partner with. And yeah. here, this is us, Candid, just yeah. having conversations, telling you who we are and mm. um, what we believe in, uh, you know, and so on. And, and I think, so sorry, that if, being I can, said, if I can add to yeah, that, sorry, go ahead. I think as well, um, the people aren't going to just buy from a software, like you said, software development company, because everybody, you know, everybody in the sun more or less can find the skills to be a, a software development company. But what makes us different is, like you said, the relationships that we're going to build with those clients. And that's the reason, like you said, that they've signed up is because they know you or they've spoken to someone from the company to, to, to really build that relationship. And I think uh, that's that's what we have going for us. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, I think that's great. I mean, I was, um, I, I had a call with one of our clients yesterday, actually. Um, and uh, they've been our client for about two years now. Yeah. And there was a little um, thing that came up and um, they had asked for something that they thought was like in the requirements of what we were building, but mm. it actually was out of scope and they actually didn't budget for it. So they were a little worried about what they were gonna do. Mm. So the client calls me and they're like, oh my God, Sonia, you know, our project manager just told us that this is sort of out of scope and I don't know, what are we gonna do? So I literally said, don't worry about it. It's, it's covered, we're gonna build it. And he's like, Oh my God, you just made my day. <laughs> it's like, I need to get off the phone. I need to call our CEO and let him know. Everyone was really stressed out about it. Yeah. And I'm like, you've been our partner for, you know, many years. Um, of course, we're going to help you out. You know, you, you, you continue building applications with us. Like you are one of my favorite clients and this client, I had a hand in like building that relationship from day one. So, you know, 
going out of your way to sort of be like, okay, you know what, this isn't going to cost us that much. You yeah. know, why can't we just do it and make this client happy? And the end result of that was, you know, he said to me, he's like, we're going to be your client for many, many years. We have other projects we want to work on. Yeah. And, and he went to talk about like our team and he's like, I love your team. And, you know, project manager, Madhur's doing an amazing job and he's always there. And it's been challenging to, to work from home, but, you know, he said that he felt like we were still at the office, like the way we were working, the way yeah. we were responding, it was, yeah. you know, exactly the same. So it's, it's nice to, you know, talk to clients and get their feedback, but also be there for them mm -hmm. in a situation where they're like, oh, crap what are we going to do? And we're like, don't worry about it. Mm. We got you. We, we will take care of you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about the products a little bit. I mean, like sure. marketing custom software, huge challenge. <laughs> then Curran comes into our company and we are just about launching our, our products. And we're like, Oh, well now you need to market these products and um, we're not going to have salespeople on them. We're going to sell completely in a digital marketing way. So we want to market, send people to our website and get them to sign up directly from there. So, Tell us about that because also oh. I want to point out before you answer the question, I want to point out that our, our, our uh, product business has grown by like, okay, Christine's going to kill me because I don't know the exact percentages, <laughs> but I'm going to say like 200%. <laughs> She's going to be like, no, I don't know. I'm going to say like 200%. We went from, you know, not having any clients or, you know, going from that to like a, you know, about five or 10. And now mm -hmm. we have like hundreds of clients signing up daily mm -hmm. for our, to use our application. We have um, clients from all over the world. You know, just this week, we got our first client in Australia, which mm -hmm. is amazing. So like, tell us about that. Like, you know, we went from having this product that was brand new to the market. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew it existed. Nobody was buying it. And all of a sudden, here we are, this, amazing tech company and we have all these clients all over the world and people love our products and that was part of like it's a hundred percent marketing so mm. tell us about that i mean first of all i guess um big shout out to the marketing team <laughs> oh by the way christine's laughing i think it was 200 <laughs> percent. that's my story and i'm sticking to it <laughs> um yeah i think the christine sunshine um have done an awesome job because uh, they, you know, they were they were here before I even came along, um, and it was you know really they've built that foundation to to I guess to to really get the name out. Um, and all, all I did, I guess I came along and, and, and tried to build on that. Um, and like I said before, it's a, it's a huge challenge. You know, when you when I first had this interview and you said this is the software you're going to have to market for, I'm like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> um, you know, and um, yeah, no, I think uh, if we, I guess if we talk about Manusana specifically at the moment, uh, that that in itself was um, was was a big one because it was learning that you know, food, consumers and food services and restaurants and things like that are, are so far apart but so closely knit together in the, at the same time. And it was trying to figure out how do we differentiate between these two segments of, of, of audience, right? 
And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, it was through showcasing uh, the story that you've that you've you know that you've kept since starting Menusano. Um, that, that was fund that was fundamental to to the strategy that that I wanted to put across, and it was a story about the, the product. Um, we can shout all day long about what the software does and stuff like that, and we do. We still do stuff like that. But I think, you yeah. know, aside from that, we um, we talk a lot about the story behind Benusano, and that that is so powerful. I find it, you know, when you when you first told me, I was like, why aren't we talking about this enough? Why aren't we talking about what it was that that brought Menusano to light. What what made you want to create it? And I know you've talked you've talked about this like a thousand times at you know conferences <laughs> and and everything else. But um, you know, there's only a select few people who have heard that story. And I think you know we 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 need to talk about that as much as we can. And obviously, there's going to be a point where we can only talk about it so much. So we've got to talk about the development of of you know not just Menusano but the products. Where are we going? What have we done so far? What what is it that we that we've built and that's made us so popular with clients? What is it? Can we do? What are we doing to innovate? Um, you know, times like this, like this is this is a, a a perfect example to showcase what we're doing to try and do things differently. Um, and yeah, no, I think it's trying to find the individuality between the different products. You know, with Converge, it's talking about the people, talking about Minisano is talking about the, the power of the product and, and the story behind it. With Field Eagle, it's talking about the benefit it can bring to organizations. There's, there's all these different things, but as time goes on, the benefits are only going to increase because mm -hmm. we're going to find that, you know, clients are, are going to see, hold on, are you telling me I can do this with it? Or are you telling me that I can do recipe costing? Like I can do this now. And we're going to learn after knowing all this, that we can do so much more with it because we see the power that it gives clients. Um, and when we, when you think about it, I guess that's, that's really what we're doing. We're empowering clients to, get the best out of their companies and that's yeah. i guess that's that's the biggest thing that we can give to people and and again i know it might sound cheesy but that's 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 what it is we are trying to give yes fundamentally we are a business but there's always a motivation behind a business right and i'd like to think that especially you know talking to you a lot is is that that is our our motivation is trying to give uh, as much control to clients as we can possibly give them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I hope that answered your question. I think I. Yeah, actually, it does, and um, I have a follow up to that. So, mm. you know, does does the company continuing to build um, features and um, you know, uh, basically features it to to the actual software applications? Mm. Does that help marketing stay fresh, uh, build new content? Like, mm. is that something that is important to marketing? Absolutely, because it's about value as well, isn't it? I think the biggest thing that I've learned over time. Um, being here specifically i guess is what value can we bring to, to to not just our clients but to our audience right um and if we have the same piece of software and we haven't changed it in two years what are we marketing anymore like we're just we're just talking about the same thing over and over again people are going to get they are going to get bored there's no doubt about it so we have to we have to continually change the product and when we do that absolutely gives us stuff to talk about However, that doesn't mean we'll have nothing to talk about. You know, let's say, for example, if over the next year nothing develops on, let's say, Menusano, that's okay because 
we'll always have something to talk about and in, in from the sense of you know why aren't we why haven't we developed is there a story behind that can we talk about why there isn't any development you know what how what how much benefit have our clients found from the software that we have at, at its current state um, um yeah so I, I think it definitely helps but we shouldn't let that stop us from marketing the product right right um so one question that I have here, I'm just reading the questions that I had prepared. Um, You know, we talked about sort of like how, how your creative process works a little bit. So, um, and you know, on all the challenges, B2B, B2C. um, So how, how do you feel? And I mean, like, I know I run the company and, you know, we're having this conversation. There is no wrong here. (laughs) Like this is the whole point of this is for everyone to express themselves. And that's really how I want this to go. So, you know, I also learn a lot from having these conversations with with the team and it it helps me um, be creative as well in ways Mm. of like, how can I make this company even better for the people who are are here? Mm. Uh, We are one big little family, right? So it's important. So, you know, tell me what are some of the things that you feel the company has done yep. for you to, to help you through, you know, your process, um, create creation. What have we done as a company to support you and help you? Um, I think there's, um, there's a lot really. I think there was, we, you know, first of all, I guess the marketing team have daily chats. We'll, we'll, um, Christine will call us in the morning, 9.15 every morning, sharp. She'll call us and we'll, wow. yeah. And we'll she, just she talk about. She hard. <laughs> gee, man, tell you, you just sort, you just sort her out, Sonia. Boss, eh? You need to tell her. You need to tell her, Sonia, give him a break. <laughs> 9.15, like. Christine, I know you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that having that daily briefing and just figuring out what everybody is working on is is definitely useful to kind of try and establish, I guess, uh, the direction of, 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 of where we're going. Um, that's, that's one thing, I guess, from a marketing perspective. From a personal perspective, um, I'll tell you something that really helped um, is when you'd called me a couple of weeks ago. And you just you just checked up. I guess it was just a how are you doing call, um, and it was um, it was a uh, I remember seeing to that time. I was like, thank you for calling me. You know, uh, it was um, to say it was uh, you know this whole thing is a tough time. Is I don't want to overstate it too much because everybody's going through a tough time, and I don't want to you know just single out myself because everybody's going through it. But it was um, as you know, like everybody's going through an incredibly overwhelming time, and not knowing the direction of anything you know the society around us the world the company you know everything like that it can be so unsettling and just having that conversation with you being having that forum and being able to have that conversation with with you without any repercussions so i hope (laughs) um and and not worrying about you know you writing notes down and saying oh this is what current said on this day and i'm going to hold it against them when i come to yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> you know right, was, right now yeah um it was nice it was nice having that conversation with you and it's something you know in my last job i i, I spoke to my direct manager a lot about stuff like this but i guess the benefit of that was she was also my friend outside of work so you know that was, a, was a, a very kind of a different situation but having a boss like that i know you don't like being referred to as the boss or, or whatever but like having the, 
having the uh the i want to call it privilege i guess having this conversation and and being able to just like just just talk and and worry about whatever um is it was it was very helpful and i think that's probably been the the most helpful thing during this stressful time i guess um yeah and you why we've we've chatted quite a bit yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, I, we, yeah. We usually have some chats. I think that there are people that I've chatted with more than, than others. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think there's also people who just don't want to chat yeah, uh, in yeah. a way, you know, so yeah. you, I, you have to respect that. But sure. I think overall, like, um, I've, I've had communication with, with everyone. Uh, um, you know, some people I, I call and I'm, I'm on the video yeah. and they pick up but there's no video. So I'm like, okay, they're probably in their pajamas. They don't want to really see me. This is going to be a quick call. Oh, um, but I, un I understand that. Right? Sure. And, and you know, this is such a tough time for, for mm. everyone, including myself. Like, you know, when this whole thing happened, it was like, we had some experience because a mm. couple of years ago we had a flood in our mm. office <laughs> where the office was gone we, we could not work out of yeah. it everything was damaged and um christine and rockstory who are still on our team remember the famous flood yeah. i think they do um and we actually worked from home for like two months yeah. um and so when this happened yeah. it was uh it a little bit easier to mm. adapt to because we had we had gone through that process and we had sort of we kind of knew you know how to manage people from right. home and, and things like that but you're right it's, it's important uh for managers and, and bosses mm. to sort of check in and i love that you and i mean it's 9 15 christine's a little crazy but um I love that you guys have those, those daily chats within your team, not just with, with me. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, like you're also having, you know, that, that interaction with your team where you can ask questions and you're talking to people. I, mm -hmm. I live alone. So sometimes I was telling this to someone the other day and they started laughing at me. I'm like, sometimes I'll like talk to myself just so I can hear my own voice. <laughs> Because like I'm home alone and like there's nobody here and I'm like oh and because you you kind of forget what yeah. what it's like to, <laughs> to yeah, hear yeah, people's yeah. voices yeah. right so I have started working out of the office yeah. uh, the last couple of weeks just because like I needed to get out of the house because yeah. I was going a little, a little cray cray yeah. Um, but yeah that that's been good so um just you know change the topic now sure. uh you know just tell us a little bit about like what your experience has been like um at converge creating all this uh mm. content you know you've told us a little bit about your creative process um but tell me like what are some of the um challenges that you haven't been able to sort of overcome in your role um and you know what are what are the things that you're exploring or, or trying to do to sort of overcome some of those challenges. And mm -hmm. the reason I ask this question is because we all have challenges in, in our roles, yeah. in our, in our jobs, you know, sales, sales is always has the challenge of how do we find and get yeah. the client. Yeah. Um, but marketing is tough because marketing is a very creative process. Mm -hmm. And if you're not creative, you're not cr creating creative content that people yeah. want to, engage in right? Right, right so what are some of the challenges that you've had to face in the role and you know what are you doing differently to try and overcome those well it's funny to say that uh, i saw, saw a question about creative block and um you know 
I think the biggest challenge is. But I'm sure you have those, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, all the time. I think that the biggest challenge is trying to spread enough creativity across the three products and that's that's the biggest challenge that i've, that I've always found at least and being i've been here like 10 months i think and it's an, um that's that's my biggest challenge i'm getting better with it um but i think like kind of going back to one of something i said earlier is um like innovation it's i know it's very buzzwordy and it's you know it's something that people always throw out but i think that that is very true to to what i'm trying to get across here is you know, with this, you know, with the with Manu Sano's journey, the you know this video series that we were doing before we we you know we we came home. Um, that's something that I really want to continue, and I think everybody going through this is going to be an amazing story to go to tell when we go back to the office. So you know, carrying on with stuff like that is 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 I thoroughly enjoy telling that kind of story, um, being personal with the camera and talking about the struggles that we've had to go through to try and um, build, you know, I'm saying we like I've been here the whole time, but I guess you guys. To, to, <laughs> you have. To, yeah, yeah. I mean, spirit, I guess. Um, to, to try and really build that product and, and to get it in, in front of people's eyes. Um, and I think well, the biggest challenge, I guess, being creative is trying to do stuff differently. Um, and I think that the closest I got to that or started getting to that is, like I said, when we started doing the filming and chronicling the journey journey of, of Menusano. Um, and, you know, we've, we've got a lot of fun ideas in the pipeline that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to talk about right now, but, you know, there's, 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 there's some really cool stuff that I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about and I know you're excited about as well. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing stuff like that. But it's, it's making these strategies and trying to figure out um, what exactly can we do to like really tell the story and blow everything apart uh, and speak everything about from such a detailed perspective. And I think that's 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 the big, big challenge. Um, when I when I first started, um, like my creative process was, was pretty straightforward. If I you know, I make videos outside of work, so I my process is pretty, pretty straightforward. I'll pick up a camera and I'll start shooting. Um, there's very little planning involved. I'll, I'll just feel creative. So I'll film something at work is slightly different. Um, uh, it's, it's a bit more kind of calculated than that. I need to figure out, is Sonia free? <laughs> is she in meetings? Um, do we want to talk about this, this, and this? We, you know, we, we plan out what we're talking about. Um, and then we, you know, we, we figure out what it is exactly we want to talk about. Is it, is it worth talking about? Do we want to film this and, and, and that kind of stuff? So, um, yeah, I mean, not, not just videos, you know, it's podcasts. That's that's something else that I'm I mean extremely passionate about, and I guess we're we're fortunate by having these conversations where you know we're creating tons of content for ourselves to use, um, and I guess I'm lucky that we have to some extent a team full of people who are willing to do stuff like this, um, and I think that definitely helps the creative process knowing that you have material that you can work with in the future. Right. Again, I so... have that question. Yeah, no, that's fine. So you know, you 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 work for Converge. You're 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 you know marketing our products and creating content. But then there's Quran Films, right? Yes. Which is your own personal uh, sort of yeah. outside work hobby yeah. thing. Um, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, like we don't have to talk just about work here. It's not just talk <laughs> shop, but like you know, I you know I know that you're you you have things that you're passionate about, yeah. and I think you're 
working on putting a film out. Tell us, tell us about your life. <laughs> I guess um, the beauty of the role I have, I guess I'm very fortunate to have a role where I'm able to practice what I do outside of work as well. Um, I, I, and I've spoken to you about this and I've spoken to you about, you know, the future and, and what I really want to do. And, um, you know, I, outside of work, uh, I love, love, you know, love doing making videos and, and, and just recording and filming stuff. I think Current D Films is, is very much an outlet for me to, if I have any creative ideas, be it video, or whatever it is, it's just an opportunity for me to just spit it out regardless of, you know, the outcome of it. The, the film you talk about, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm making, well, I've made, shall I say, a documentary. Um, and it's about anxiety and mental health and that kind of stuff. And it's, and, you know, it's something I'm passionate about. Um, yeah, that's, that's something I've been working on for the last few months since Christmas, actually. And what, made you, what made you want to create a documentary on that particular topic? It's something that I've been through kind of myself experiencing, you know, um, different types of mental health, I guess, like anxiety specifically, um, being around people who have experienced, um, you know, mental health issues and that, and that kind of stuff. It, it, it was something that I, I wanted to talk about, but never really knew how to talk about. But you know, the answer was right in front of me. The only way I could talk about it was, was through the way I only knew how is through video. And so, yeah, I, I, I needed to make a film and I made a film with, you know, a couple of my sister-in-laws are, you know, lucky for me, they're in psychology or, you know, clinical um, CBT, I forget what it stands for now, but CBT, <laughs> um, clinical behavioral therapy, something like that. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so I'm very lucky that they, they're in that, that line of work so I could talk to them and, and include them in the documentary. So yeah, and it was just an opportunity for me to um, create something that not just, not just for me, but for people who are going through similar things. Um, and it's, you know, it's something we've, you know, me and you have started talking about more about um, having these conversations with people and, and seeing how we can help really. And it's something that I, you know, I want to do more of, uh, especially in the office, you know, talking to people if they want to be, want to want to talk to, to, to people about stuff like that and, and trying to find something, an opportunity for people to, to have that outlet where they can just be like, look, I'm feeling, I'm having a crappy day. Like, what can I, you know, what, what, what can I do? Um, so yeah, I guess that's where the motivation for the documentary came from really. And yeah, I think that my, my passion has always been making video for the, for the longest time for the last 20 something years, I guess is, is as long as I can remember really. Um, right. So yeah, no, that's, that's what that is. It's, you know, I guess I'm lucky in that I have the ability to be able to do that outside of work. And it's not awkward, if that makes sense. It's, you know, I can talk to you about that. I can say, hey, look, this is, you know, this is what I'm working on and this kind of stuff. And you're not like, yeah, but okay, well, why are you working on that? You should be working on our stuff. Or if you can spend this much time oh, working on your stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's nice having that outlet. And, and in this day and age, you know, everybody has, you know, more or less, and I say everybody, but a lot of people have, you know, that quote unquote side hustle or whatever it is. And it's just the way of the world now, I guess. And, and it's nice having, you know, uh, managers who understand that as well. And, mm -hmm. and you know, you, you and Christine have been very supportive of, of the stuff I do outside of work. So, uh, so that's, that's always helpful. And it, I don't have to feel guilty or hide anything. Do you know what I mean? It's, um, it's, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. So, on the topic on the topic of mental health so sure. we've already sort of walked through your creative process you know yeah. like 
this whole COVID-19 working from home, I find yeah. that it has, you know, people who who have mental health or yeah. struggle with mental yeah. health, this, this whole situation has triggered it even mm. further. Mm. And people who, who, who sort of had their mental health on silent, I call mm. it silent because they've <laughs> kind of learned sort of yeah. how to deal with it. They've had it since, you know, the day they were born, et cetera. Um, you know, everyone's anxiety has sort yeah. of caused mental health to become a big, big issue. How, yeah. how do you think that, you know, this is since you did a documentary on it, you mm. got to be a, an expert now. So I'm just going to ask you a question. <laughs> how do you think this has sort of changed people? And, 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 you know, when we get back to work, it's going to be another level of anxiety. People are mm. going to be afraid to get on the subway and yeah. am I going to get COVID-19, et cetera. Mm. Like, has this just, triggered mental health to to a, a level where we really can't control it anymore uh this is a really good question actually um and i think obviously it's a it's a huge it's a huge conversation to be had um probably not one we can have in like you know 45 minutes but i guess it's um uh, what what i found interesting is for me personally i think trying having trying to uh, navigate that through through everything that's happened and trying to really understand how it really works and i don't think we're ever really going to understand how it works i think it's so it's something that's so deeply ingrained in us and in our in our minds that it's so difficult to understand um but situations like this like you said it just it just causes anybody who has anxiety or depression or anything like that, it just causes it to blow up even more because it's you, what you're doing, you're adding that level of uncertainty to an already unstable, unquote unstable, uh, to an already kind of, um, you know, difficult, you know, mentally difficult state. And I think what I found is that you have to give yourself the opportunity to, to relax um mentally and don't put too much pressure on yourself and i think i've done that so many times is um you know i've got to get this done i've got to get this done i've got to do that got to do that but it's you know it's understanding that even if you don't get something done it's not going to be the end of the world someone i, I used to work with someone and um he would be incredibly stressed out at work and it was always interesting to see the, the different phases he would go through at work because he'd get stressed out and get stressed out to the point where he'd have to go out and get a cigarette or whatever. And at the end of that, he'd just say, it's fine. It's a nine to five. It's not the end of the world. You know, we're not saving people's lives here. And it's it's true. Like if we, you know, if I don't get a, a post out or something, or if I, if I forget to press schedule or something like that, yes, obviously we want to maintain that social media presence and we want to maintain our, you know, consistency when it comes to social media and everything else. But, we don't want to kill ourselves over it. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing understanding that is when it comes to work, unless you're a doctor or saving people's lives, it, it's not, it's not life or death. Um, right. And I think, again, I'm very lucky that I have a management team that also understand that. Um, but I think that one of the things I've, I've found that's been working for me is, is giving myself and my mind the opportunity to just catch up um, and just going outside and standing outside and taking everything in and just, giving myself a minute to just relax yeah um and i think that's gonna be i mean it would help if the weather was nice but yeah absolutely weather, yeah our weather's out of control right now i'm starting to learn that <laughs> it's, it's it started running raining as, as soon as we started talking i'm like hold on a second it was 22 degrees a second it was sunny <laughs> um 
so yeah, no, I think uh, it's, it's 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 hard. It's hard to kind of individually explain to to everybody to 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 try and figure it out. But I think one of the best best pieces of of knowledge I got from doing the documentary was we as humans need anxiety to survive. Um, and this is something my my sister in law one of my sister in law said is we need anxiety to survive. And if we don't have it, we wouldn't be able to figure out what's what's a threat and what isn't. Um, right. And being able to express our you know mental health and understand what is fundamentally going on is such a huge huge um it's almost a gift in a way i'm not saying i've got a gift but i'm just saying like you know it's being able to express that and 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 talk about what we what it is we're going through is uh, is is so it's much easier to try and to try and navigate through life that way once you know what it is that's going on um right yeah all right, so everyone watching this, go watch his film. <laughs> <laughs> well, it isn't available yet. It will be available soon. Um, I'm waiting. We'll start on... like to make it available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you <laughs> follow me, then you'll know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you so much, Karen, for for coming on the Instagram Live and Very having cool. this very candid conversation. Um, you know, thank you for sharing sort of a little bit more about your creative process and some of the things that you're struggling with and how you're adapting to this whole situation. Um, it's also it's always good to have you know someone from the other side give you um, that type of information versus just having you know two business owners talking yep. about how they're having to, to navigate through. There's right. like very different points of view here. So I, I enjoyed very much learning a little bit more about your process. So Likewise. Thank you. Likewise. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Sonia. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Between Two Servers. You can find us over on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. The links are in the description of this podcast. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to Between Two Servers and we'll catch you next time.